Um, I don't know. Sometimes I feel a little bit like, you know, maybe I need to put in a disclaimer when it feels like you're doing something a little different. Um, but I'm kind of getting to the point maybe I should put in disclaimers when I feel like I'm doing something a little normal. Um, because honestly, when, when we talk about the Christian life and the Christian journey, it's easy to get in this mentality where we really praise people for extraordinary things that they do. You know, like, you know, maybe you give $50,000 to a need, or maybe you meet somebody at Home Depot that you talk to, and somebody, you know, really pats you on the back, oh, back and say, oh, you know, good job, Austin, for noticing that need and speaking to that person or whatever. But, you know, those things that seem extraordinary to us are actually just ordinary in the kingdom of heaven. It's more normal to just do the things that God calls us to do, to be the people of God and do what he has called us to do than sometimes put things into a box of what may seem ordinary or extraordinary. And the last time I preached, I, I just realized God is, is taking me on this path of revival, on this journey of revival, and just realizing that, that I need to be sensitive to how God is, is leading me. And, and one thing that I think I've struggled with, to be completely honest, in preaching is feeling like this tension of like, man, I should try to be like Brendan when he preaches, or I should be like Laverne when he preaches. Because I appreciate the way that they preach and what they bring. And what I don't want to have happen is um, create any type of tension that, oh, we should pursue this different style or this style, but that we all have a way to teach, that we all have a way to preach. And that's not just us as pastors, but that's anybody that has responsibility here in church that God has gifted you in a certain way to fulfill a need that this church has to recognize things and so just really appreciate that and and so as I was studying um, last evening and my wife came down and she was checking on me and seeing how it was going and, and we talked about it and I was kind of in the middle of just really feeling just so much gratitude towards this group of people that we have here. And I, and I wrote down everybody's names here. If you take a close look, you'll probably find your name there. I was just getting halfway through, and I just, and I just started to weep. Because I, was, I just realized how grateful I was for these people. And, and I think we get to points in our lives and in season of our lives where we start feeling overwhelmed with life. We start feeling overwhelmed with the responsibility. We all feel overwhelmed with all the things that God puts across our paths at times. We get overwhelmed at the many ways that we're misunderstood by relationships. We're overwhelmed by all the demands to keep paying the bills. We're just overwhelmed. So 
I guess my goal, maybe not goal is the wrong word, I feel like God wanted to do this morning is just create a resting place this morning. And you guys can go ahead and start um, playing some of that background music, but we look at the last week and it's probably been crazy, some for others and not for, more, th- more for some than others, but what are you going to face this week that it might be hard to spend some time in Scripture or spend some time praying? You may just be on the run this week. So just want to create this space, this time of rest. And just be washed his word. None of us know what the week holds. We know it's ideal to carve out an hour in the morning just resting before God and, and sometimes it's just not possible when the kids wake up before you're planning or your wife is sick or all those things. When we get overwhelmed, I think a lot of times it's because we have this mindset of we live away, in a way that makes us trying to get the most out of life. But if there's anything that I want to challenge you with this morning, is to live in a way that makes you give the most to life. This gift that God has given us. It's way more blessed to give than to receive. And the more we're focused on receiving and getting and getting and getting, it just makes us overwhelmed. I know my wife and I were so blessed. such a good example of this of Rose sending us a meal when she was sick it's like there's somebody that could have said I deserve to have somebody give me a meal I want I want but in that giving first John 3 1 See what great love the Father has lavished on us. Church, do you really believe that? That the Father has lavished love on you? Do you think that, oh, because of this circumstance or this scenario, God is trying to discipline me. He's trying to do this or that. How could he be showing his love? That we should be called children of God. And that is what we are. So this morning, all I'm going to do is I just have pages of scripture. I I spent 
time studying these scriptures because I don't want to take these little snippets out of context. But they're a blessing. They're promises. So as I read through these scriptures, if you have a scripture in this that you just want to come up and share, I have a mic, so you can just come up here and after I'm finished reading the, the current scripture, I'll just let you take a turn reading that scripture. Then you can sit down and I'll just continue. That's one purpose of the mic. The other purpose here is maybe there's something that I've read that you want to say, blessed are you, Lord, our God, King of the universe, who? Then you fill that in. And if you really are nervous about speaking, you can just come up and write it on the board. There's a space there. So I hopefully I'm clear with the instructions. If you just have a verse or passage you want to read, just come up. You don't have, we don't have to say anything. I'll just finish what I'm reading. You take a turn reading, and then I'll come back and continue to read. But if there's something in here, for example, Isaiah 41.10 says, Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Man, maybe those words, I will strengthen you, really grab you. You can come up and say, Blessed are you, Lord, our God, King of the universe, who gives me strength. You can say that, or you can write it down. But we're not going to say a lot of other words besides that in this time. We're just going to be focused on being washed by the Word. To find rest in the Word. Because as I look around, it's like I realize that there's so many needs that one person is not able to meet. I could go spend time with this person or this person or this person. It still wouldn't be enough. So let's let God. Let's let God, our King of the universe, fill our needs this morning. And just as an encouragement to participate, I want to make sure that we at least have six people at some point come up. If we don't ever get at least six, we're just going to keep going until, until it happens. Maybe just turn the music down just a hair. Numbers 6, 24 through 26. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Isaiah 41, verse 10. Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. 2 Corinthians 9, 8. 
And God is able to make all grace abound to you so that having all sufficiency in all things at all times, you may abound in every good work. Philippians 4, verse 7. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Matthew 6, 30 through 33. But if God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is alive and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you? O you of little faith, therefore do not be anxious, saying, What shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what shall we wear? For the Gentiles seek after these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. Philippians 2, verse 13. For it is God who works in you both to will and to work for his good pleasure Ephesians 3 verse 20 now to him who is able to do far more abundantly than all that we ask or think according to the power at work within us. John 1, 16. For from his fullness, we have all received grace upon grace. Mount Zion, do we believe that we have received grace upon grace? Ephesians 1, verse 3. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. Proverbs 16, verse 7. One of the man's ways please the Lord. He makes even the enemies to be at peace with him. Jeremiah 17, 7 and 8. Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord. 
whose trust is the Lord. He is like a tree planted by water that sends out its roots by the streams and does not fear when heat comes, for its leaves remain green, and it is not anxious in the year of drought, for it does not cease to bear fruit. Psalm 34, verse 8. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who takes refuge in him. Luke 6, 27 through 28. But I say to you who hear, Love your enemies. Do good to those who hate you. Bless those who curse you. Pray for those who abuse you. Romans 12:14. Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse them. James 1.12 Blessed is the man who remains steadfast under trial. For when he has stood the test, he will receive the crown of life which God has promised to those who love him. First Peter 3.9 Do not repay evil for evil or reviling for reviling, but on the contrary, bless. For to you this you were called, that you may obtain blessing. Isaiah 40:31 But they who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength They shall mount up with wings like eagles They shall run and not be weary They shall walk and not faint Blessed are you, Lord God, King of the universe, who allows us to run and not be weary. Psalm 84, verse 11. For the Lord God is a sun and a shield. The Lord bestows favor and honor. No good thing does he withhold from those who walk uprightly? Matthew 5, 4. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. 
Romans 15, verse 13. May the God of hope fill you with joy and peace in believing so that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound in hope. Blessed are you, Lord, our God, King of the universe, who allows us to abound in hope. Psalm 31, verse 19. Oh, how abundant is your goodness, which you have stored up for those who fear you and work for those who take refuge in you in the sight of the children of mankind. Matthew 5, 6. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be satisfied. Proverbs 16, verse 3. Commit your works to the Lord, and your plans will be established. Proverbs 16, verse 20. Whoever gives thought to the word will discover good. And blessed is he who trusts in the Lord. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who allows us to discover your word that is good. John 20, verse 29. Jesus said to him, Have you believed because you have seen me? Blessed! are those who have not seen and yet have believed. Matthew 5, verse 9. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. Psalm 1, verse 1. Blessed is the man who walks, not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers. Psalm 119, verse 2. Blessed are those who keep his testimonies, who seek him with their whole heart. 1 Corinthians 2, verse 9. But as it is written, what no eye has seen, nor ear heard, nor the heart of man imagined, what God has prepared, for those who love him.
Blessed are you, Lord God, our God, King of the universe, that has prepared so much more than what we could imagine for those who love him. Matthew 24, verse 13. This is a promise. But the one who endures to the end will be saved. Colossians 1, verse 11. being strengthened with all power according to his glorious might for all endurance and patience with joy. Matthew 25, 21. His master said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over little. I will set you over much enter into the joy of your master blessed are you Lord our God king of the universe who will speak those words to his faithful servant well done well done sorrows, yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God and afflicted. But he was pierced for our transgressions, he was crushed for our iniquities. Upon him was the chastisement that brought us peace, and with his wounds we are healed. Philippians 1, verse 6. And I am sure of this, that he who begun a good work in you will bring it to completion at the day of Jesus Christ. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe who gives us the confidence that you are working a good work in us and that it will be complete at the day of Jesus Christ.
Hebrews 12, verse 11. For the moment, all discipline seems painful rather than pleasant. But later it yields the peaceful fruit of righteousness to those who have been trained by it. I have two more verses if anyone has a scripture. Come forward and we'll close pretty shortly here. and prosperity to you. I decree that everyone throughout my kingdom should tremble with fear before the God of Daniel. For he is the living God, and he will endure forever. His kingdom will never be destroyed, and his rule will never end. He rescues and saves his people. He performs miraculous signs and wonders in the heavens and on earth. He has rescued Daniel from the power of the lions. seven seals and I saw a strong angel proclaiming with a loud voice who is worthy to open the scroll and break its seals and no one in heaven on earth or under the earth was able to open the scroll or to look into it and I began to weep loudly because no one was found worthy to open the scroll the elder said to me, weep no more. Behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah. The root of David has conquered so that we can open the scroll and its seven seals. And between the throne and the four living creatures and among the elders I saw a lamb as though it had been slain with seven horns and with seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God sent out into the earth. And he went and took the scroll from the right hand of him who was seated on the throne. And when he had taken the scroll, the four living creatures and the 24 elders fell down before the lamb, each holding a harp and golden bowls full of incense, which are the prayers of the saints. And they sang a new song saying, worthy are you to take the scroll and open its seals. For you were slain and by your blood, you ransomed people for God from every tribe and language and people and nation. And you have made them a kingdom and priests to our God, and they shall reign on the earth.
Psalm 194, verse 4. 149, verse 4. For the Lord takes pleasure in his people. He adorns the humble with salvation. Let's read this last scripture. This isn't about us. This is recognizing that whether or not you feel it, the Word of God does not return void. I believe by your hearing these words. The Word who became flesh by hearing these words. Just in hearing the course of your week has been set. There's something that's going to sustain you this week. Because of his word. Let's just extend our hands open and receive. Receive Psalm 84, verse 5. Blessed are those whose strength is in you, in whose hearts are the highways to Zion. Father God, I thank you for your word. God, when we look at your word, there's just so much that you have given to us, far above what we ever deserve. You have given us so much hope through your word. You have given us so much promise through your word. You've given us so much instruction through your word. Your word is alive and active, sharper than a two-edged sword. If there's anything that's going to change the way that we go into this week, it's your word. Because Jesus and God are the Word. Just thank you for that. I thank you for this time. I just pray, God, that as we turn our hearts to you, as we realize that there has been such a great lavishing of your love upon us, that we are called your children. God, all we can do is just accept it, thank you for it, 
continue to just turn that into your honor, into your glory. Thank you for establishing our ways and establishing who you are to us. And we thank you and praise you. In Jesus' name, all the church said.